0: Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, Chariots of Fire.
1: Well, we have a timely thing we're doing today, kind of, because, so... Today, this is good that you're here, Joanna, because okay. this movie involves one thing that we have very different opinions of, which is the Oscars,
2: <gasps> Oh, because you so-
1: love the Oscars. I love the I Oscars. And I do not care for the Oscars. But the other thing, which I don't know where yes. you stand on really, is the Olympics.
2: Oh, I love the Olympics. Okay,
1: see, okay, I also don't love the Olympics, especially <laughs> this year's version.
2: But um, I thought you were going to say <laughs> running.
1: Well, running, I mean, running, I just don't do it, but I don't dislike it. (laughs) It seems odd to me to... I should be doing it, because cardio would be very good for me, but... So, yeah, so what we're doing today, it involves the Oscars, it involves the Olympics, so you love both.
3: I love
2: both. And I know
1: you like the movie, which I should say, I guess now, is Chariots of Fire. But let's meet everyone (laughs) first. Joanna.
2: Hi, I'm Joanna, and I'm a big... Post-production nerd, mm-hmm. and as been described, I love the Olympics, except for the sappy behind-the-scenes how the off uh. af- athlete trials tribulation <laughs> part. You would yes. think being but a le- so- <laughs> bleeding heart liberal, I would love. <laughs> that i absolutely hate it i want cutthroat athletics don't care how see, they got cool. there
1: but isn't that like 80 percent of it now at least the american it version it's,
2: yeah, awful. it's awful yes oh. and very few ring ceremonies oh. i want i want the pumps oh, really? and the no, circumstance the metal oh, yeah wow. the metal ceremonies very few on this here stupid nbc broadcast Yeah.
4: Mm, now are yep. you watching the rebroadcast at the end the the best of at no. night or you watch the play-by-play
2: I watch the I want the play-by-play I actually would watch an entire hockey game or all of speed skating but no they chop it up and then they want me behind the scenes <laughs> stupid story I don't care I want cutthroat athletics I don't care how they got there
0: cool I'm curious about one thing though yes, have you me. ever nerded out on
2: pre-production I have nerded out on production. <laughs> Just checking. Back to your intros. You. My name's April,
4: and I enjoy watching the synopsis of the Olympics, not the play by play that's going on and is in every bar when I walk down the street. I want to see it, I want to see the highlights, and I like a little bit behind the scenes. Mm. And I feel like they're doing it better this year than they've done ever, ever before. There's mm. less crap, I feel like. Huh. Mm. Hmm. But I don't remember much about previous Olympics.
0: <laughs> I don't care. They do kind of like sift away
4: after. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. And I am Robert and I enjoy a beer from time to time and also <laughs> sitting down. So okay. the Olympics.
2: Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Summer Arm Olympics are a little better Olympian. for obvious
0: reasons, but. Huh? Summer Olympics are oh, more summer. enjoyable I you said to watch. Some Olympics like
2: swimming is particularly yes, enjoyable.
3: Well, <laughs> diving and
1: well, I mean there are flipping. I mean there are things I can enjoy visually in the winter games, although they don't show them much, like speed skating. I love There's speed much skating. to enjoy visually about speed
4: skating. <laughs> what about Indeed. the the uh, young men flipping around Oh that's great in the
1: summer games, with, yes.
4: No 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 oh. in the skiing. They're oh, flipping around oh. and their pants are down here around <gasps> Oh that the knees. can be
1: that can be fun. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) But, uh, and so I'm Tim and I hate most things. So um, it just, I think that probably just explains it. So, but we don't want to spend much time on how terrible I think the 2014 Olympics are because we are going to look at Olympics of the distant past. Yes. Chariots of Fire. Is our movie 1981, and the reason this involves the Oscars is it won Best Picture oh. and it won Best Screenplay. So if nice. you care about
0: those things, and at the
1: time I did, I yeah, wasn't quite as jaded. So, um, so it was a big deal critically. I think it did okay financially. You have those numbers? Robert.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, budget of five million, gross in the U.S. fifty-eight million. Yeah, for a British. That yeah. banks, That's big. Really, British something. Food. And and this was a deal where it's. I don't
1: know if it actually did, but a lot of people thought this would recharge the British cinema. And it did kind of lead the way for, like, Howard's End and all yes. these, For not just for making more of these British period pieces, but for aiming them at Americans.
2: So, strangely, that brings in... So, I... I saw this movie. I think my very hyper-intellectual parents had me watch it as a Mm -hmm. five-year-old. I, of course, remember the theme song, which Mm -hmm. is the only thing I knew how to play (laughs) on the piano, even after long, many years of piano lessons. But I kind of think that this is what started my obsession with British cinema to the point where I went to Britain and studied film oh, wow. in England for a year and got obsessed with Howard's End and A Room with the View. Yeah. Mm. So I have high hopes that Chariot Fire was that very first nugget of British cinema. So if it if I'm disappointed, it's oh, just, no. you know, oh, my, whole, very my whole film career is for naught.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, it's too much pressure on the podcast. That's... <laughs>
1: Um so the theme you mentioned, yeah. everyone knows. Uh, fun fact about that, so the director actually liked a, it's by Vangelis is the guy who did the whole soundtrack. Okay. And the whole the fact that it's an electronic soundtrack that was weird for a period piece at that time. Uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. and the director wanted to use this song that he Vangelis had already done as the theme and even shot the beach running scene with it, the famous beach running scene with this existing song. And Vangelis finally sold him on let me try something new.
2: Well (laughs) done. Wow. Shall we sing it? Can we all sing it? (laughs) <laughs> sort of. All right, let's, let's try it and All see right. what it's we come up we're discussing
1: it. Oh, okay, okay yeah. So. okay. yeah, but it doesn't have words and
2: stuff. All right. And so And who here could have played it? Now, while I love to play it on the piano, I could never get
1: the... That's what you set your Casio beat thing for. Just put it on Samba. It's close
3: enough. Sure, why not?
1: Um, so, uh, people. Mm. the director Hugh Hudson, his first feature film. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, he went on next to do Greystoke. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. Love it. see oh British period Tarzan with, <laughs> <Which> with, went, <laughs> with dubbed over. Um,
2: Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell
1: dubbed over.
2: With Glenn Close, <gasps> right? With Glenn Close, yes. Oh, wow.
1: wow. So, <laughs> so before, before this, he had just he was done a lot of British commercials. I think. Mm hmm. God, um, your
4: first film wins the Academy Award for yeah. best film. You can only go down from there. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Come on.
1: Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, so it's based on a true story of the 24 Olympics. There are lots of liberties taken with the story. It doesn't mm. make sense to discuss them in detail before we watch it, mm. but you know. Um, but you know, a lot of it. But it, a lot of it is very true. A all yeah. of it's just slight modifications. A couple of things are people ask them to change things for various mm. reasons so because mm. um, they tried to like make they they got the surviving people who were in the 24 who were involved in the story in some cases they involved them and ask hey can we do this or can we not do this and,
4: I'm English. Make my teeth look better. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
4: Make me look sexy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, all I remember is the underwear that they're running in. Not sexy. <laughs>
1: yeah. They put a high priority on unknowns for the athletes. Yes. And th- then they populated all the old people with British people. <laughs> we knew, like, John Gielgud surprise he's the master of the college
3: of course <laughs> shocking role for him
1: uh ian holm is yeah, yeah. the coach of one of the two main competitors the story is about young in this, huh? um oh. and um the borg queen is the fiance yes. of the same runner <laughs> Alex, alice krieg yes wow um, and so the story for those who don't know it's two about two british competitors in the 1924 olympics and one of them has a particular problem because he's Jewish, and the main event he was to run in is going to be on a Sunday, which is a problem for him.
3: You so, mean, a Saturday.
1: Yes, Saturday. Thank you. Yeah. See, oh, <laughs> me not. <facing. laughs> Sorry, i a the terrible, ju- terrible,
3: the terrible person. The, nope, the Jew here will did. say yes, yes. Probably Saturday. <laughs> you know.
2: But we should I, but, back to the cast. It does feature Ben Cross, who then right. became yes, yes. a sexy, oh. sexy vampire. Yes.
1: yes. Oh, which sexy vampire was he? Uh, what movie he, was
2: he in? Yeah, uh, he's
4: a sexy vampire. Oh, I
2: didn't he know. He did was... something about Dracula. Yeah. Oh, oh. okay. A TV series about Dracula. Okay. Sexy vampire. Sexy vampire Dracula. <laughs> that was its title, I think. Yes. Yes. Sexy vampire Dracula
1: on the CW. Um, <laughs> and just so you know, there's a they mounted a stage adaptation for the 2012 Olympics in London. Because this is all London, oh, wow. which, which is on tour, that. yes, which is on tour somewhere, somehow. So there's a stage version
0: of this happening. I can
2: oh, I it, hope uh, it comes here.
0: Does it rotate with uh, the last Starfighter musical? <laughs> I hope
1: so. Oh, or, or just merge them.
3: That be merge awesome? them.
1: Yes. <laughs> wow. So, anyway, uh, so Jana, you kind of. Told us your memories. Yeah. Uh, I saw this when it came out. I really, really liked it. I think I saw it like three times in the theater. I wow. thought it was really cool. Yeah. But not since. I've not seen it since. So we'll see if, if it's I, I, a thing I still want to
2: see. I want to see it, not only because of sort of my British film right. background, but because in the past couple of years, I have developed become a runner, yes. and it is one of the most, you know, iconic running movies, and mm-hmm. I will admit, sometimes while I'm running, I hear the theme song, <laughs> but I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid, so I'm super excited, and I hope I get my little runner's high from seeing all mm. those beach images <laughs> and hearing the song.
4: <laughs> I don't know that I've actually seen it all the way through. Hmm. I was 10 and yeah. 81, so... Yeah. Um, I do remember Siskel and Ebert reviewing it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Um, and in my mind, I get it confused with *Brideshead Revisited*,
3: <laughs> which
4: I don't know if that was around the same time. Also English. That's kind of understandable. English. Okay. You know, I mean,
1: <laughs> *Brideshead* was TV, right?
4: Yes. Yes. But, yes. But uh, so know. we'll see. I'm looking forward Cheerio. to seeing it. You
0: know. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, I don't know. I can't recall actually seeing it. So I may yeah. never have seen it. Oh, okay. Um,
2: but yet you know the theme song. I do. Oh
0: well, of course, oh. yes. Was, I, I think it just it, it doesn't fall into Sorry. one of the types of films that I right. would enjoy. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also curious to see how it
1: compares to what we are accustomed to for modern period British period drama, which of course is Downton Abbey.
3: yeah. Mm. Oh. You know, which you
1: know I don't think this is going to be as sudsy and. <laughs> Dramatis, I don't think dramatic. any. I don't think there's any, you know, bitchy old women to entertain us well, in it's this. Maybe I don't, Holmes, know. It? Maybe. Uh, I don't I, remember. I don't. I don't Sir remember. John Gielgud.
2: Yeah, maybe so. I
1: mean, we'll be surprised. Maybe. Yeah. I, maybe.
2: Kinda, hmm. I hope it's really like. For some reason, I want it to be action-packed, but I know it's a, hmm. a, British, a British film, maybe a and so I know movie. it's not action-packed.
1: That <laughs> may be an inappropriate expectation. But you know, I knew. I think there was one one scene I remember. Is, I mean, besides the running on the beach scene, but yeah. there's another running oriented scene that's kind of exciting, as I recall. Yeah. The, is there well, any nudity the whole...
4: in this film? I remember nudity, uh, but that could know. be Brightside Revisited. No, <laughs> no <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be. I don't
0: know. Um, yeah.
4: There were people sleeping there with is, other uh, people, but maybe that's not. Well, what you, you and I just
0: recently yeah. saw Django Unchained, and there's someone from. That's,
1: that's true. true. Dennis, the... Dennis Christopher is in both yeah. movies, who I know mainly from Breaking Away, okay. which is about mm. bicycles instead of running. But he has a role. He's one of the athletes in this, hmm. um, and had a well his role in Django. Oh, he was the attorney. So yeah. where, Jones,
2: where, so. what beach do we think they're running on? For some reason, it's on I British th- beach. I mean, is it British? Oh
1: yeah, this is Does all. It- this is a to- totally British movie.
2: Does it take completely take place completely in Britain? Well, because- I mean,
1: it takes place the Olympics or in Paris that they go to. Ah. But I don't know that they shot it. We can look. I'll look it up during. I can't. Right. I know. I, I know. I saw some locations that are Britain. Britain. Because I, li- I lived I in England. Don't know if they bothered to go to France.
2: And, <laughs> and me feels like what I remember the beach scene to be. Mm-hmm doesn't match any reality oh, okay. of the actual <laughs> British beaches that yeah. I saw. Okay. We'll check <laughs> Sorry, <here. laughs> all people from Britain, if I'm insulting your every beach around your island, but it's <laughs> <laughs> so cold and foggy and damp. Yes. yes. We'll check that during
1: the movie. Yeah. Check those locations out. Uh, anything else before we get started? No, I think we're ready. I think, all right. Yeah. And because because this is kind of a civilized movie, British and all, we're shooting yes, um, our usual... During the movie Pizza, and we're having salads and things because <laughs> we're all British
4: people don't have salad. <laughs> whatever. What, what,
1: well, whatever. Well, there's. You have butter a starting gun? We could. have gotten fish and chips, I guess, but I don't know. Didn't think of that. Tenderloin, blood
2: pudding, or something gross. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we chips, I, I don't know. I became a vegetarian in England because bad cow disease.
3: Oh,
1: I thought wow. you just were just gonna say it because of British food but
2: That way, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. and there goes those two listeners from oh, they're across <laughs> the pond. I
2: really do love the UK. Mm. <laughs>
0: anyway, all right, okay. yeah, let's, let's pause it here and uh, and enjoy *Chariots of Fire* the Blu-ray version. I believe we're gonna see. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. All right. See you in a second.
1: So yeah, I totally, I totally mixed up which guy had the religious problem, because I was uh, right about the Sunday yeah. bit. I thought the Jew had the problem, but the Christian had the that problem. That would make so, sense. Uh, yes, hmm. well, I
0: forgot. <laughs> but anyway, so there is. Yeah. So, so Ian Holm was never young in anything. <laughs> no, Gee. no, never, he never, never <laughs> was. Nope. It's like you see him in this, and you think, "Yeah, he's got another ten or so years in him." Oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old man. <laughs> nope.
1: It, you know, it keeps him keeps him going. With all that hat punching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it almost makes you want to wear a hat for yeah. anything exciting, just in case you need to punch it. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> I've seen other people wearing hats that I wanted to bunch.
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) And scarves and sunglasses.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is where the hipsters got their look. (laughs) Okay.
1: So that guy, that American in the movie, fun fact I found out from an article from some book. that's a whole chapter about, it's about the British film industry. whole chapter about chariots of fire. In the first draft of the screenplay, for some reason, there was a small subplot about that American guy who blamed... His poor performance on Wet Dreams and oh <laughs> came up with a way to prevent that from happening further. Did that it would really? really not have fit
0: this at all, wow. which I realized because they cut it,
2: but. No, um, but would have made, made it an
3: exciting. <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine the uh, theme song to that?
3: <laughs>
0: da, 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 da. No one can see what you're doing with your hands. Uh, <laughs> I'm making oh, the masturbation oh, oh. gesture. <laughs> and then there'd be some hat punching. Hat punching.
2: <laughs> um, can we talk about the theme song that okay. everybody knows? Yes. And we all learn to play on the piano I that know. is in the movie exactly like 15 seconds in the beginning <laughs> yes. and a minute at the end yes. and it does does not appear any other time.
1: There, How, there are a couple of of couple of of score parts that start like it's yes. going to be that and then aren't.
2: How that marketing team or who <laughs> or the trailer editor, whoever got everybody in the world hooked on that score, mm-hmm. that part of the score is an amazing artist because we all know it. And mm-hmm. when you watch the movie, mm-hmm. it's super disappointing <laughs> that it <laughs> well, is not. I, In, I
1: I don't agree. I think it really? works exactly as it should be. It brings you back at the end if, if you'd get sick of it if you heard it through the whole movie.
2: I wanted it one more like at least part of the story arc cuz they don't ever explain the beach running scene. Yeah. Didn't
1: they a little bit because okay, one word thing. One is that we like go we jump gradually back in time right yes so we started a funeral in 1978 and then we jump back to the beach running and him writing the one guy writing a letter after the beach running which yes. may have talked about beach running a little bit i don't know but we then, just they, go then they go back
2: four years before that yeah. yes and then they catch but up. i don't
1: know i didn't remember i was trying to remember if in that letter he talked about Mm-mm. we just ran on the beach for some reason so they just no. said they
0: were gonna go to okay. france in like a couple days yes. and they're all excited <laughs> And then suddenly we're at the beginning of the oh. school year. Or so the school, was that uh, supposed
1: to be near Dover and they were waiting for the boat train or the train boat it, or whatever? They never
2: <laughs> explain it. And it's the only time that, you know, you I never don't. see them run as a team. There's well, they
1: wouldn't have gotten many chances to. True. They probably weren't together as a team very long.
2: No. It's conceptual.
1: I think, conceptual. It, yeah, I think it's for visual purposes. Yes. Yeah. Not um, They may well have run on a beach. But they probably did it more than once. I, I
4: not in their Olympic finery. Oh right,
1: oh. their Olympic underwear.
2: I, <laughs> I have to say, for you know, that's that's the scene that I wanted, mm-hmm. and I wanted a little bit more drama. Really at least knowing anything <laughs> about the scene other than it just being the front and the tail end of the yeah. movie with think... no explanation.
3: Uh, okay. I don't know. So I you think want a drama a in
2: that scene. I, and I, want I really to... want a
4: drama throughout the entire film.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now we know what April <laughs> is. Yes. I don't, so wait, you thought that works? Like you're satisfied. With
1: the beach running scene? Yes. It was just team training. What's the story? Why do we expect a story? It's just training.
2: I don't know. Maybe it's the thing from my childhood that's that that's what Chariots of Fire is. That mm, running, running on, the, on beach. the beach in that theme song.
1: Huh. You and thought that- it was two hours of that.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trauma erupts while they're I, running. I, I am the the dog surprised trips that them. it doesn't
0: come up anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Like when he's winning his race. Yeah, that it it doesn't like like a callback like the hero's theme or something like that. Oh, I see the theme mm-hmm. not the running. It, it, um, it, yeah, <laughs>
3: it's interesting um, that it didn't. Come I think back that's. At all.
1: I think part of that is probably because there are two protagonists. That's the You can't yeah. attach that song to either one of them. No, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good point. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it's interesting that. Um,
1: okay, let me. Yeah. Let's talk about fun. The how how much history got twisted. Okay. For this. Oh. Yes, lots, lots of lots of little ways. Um, little knew about the whole Sunday problem months ahead of time,
2: ah, oh.
1: and the oh. change was made before they even left for Paris. Ah, oh, okay, oh. <laughs> in real life, the- um, yeah, the race order for Abrams, where you know in the movie he loses and is sad and then wins, other way around in real life.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he won and then he and was then like, he lost.
1: yes, huh. Interesting. Oh, just interesting. Mm. Yeah. And, and, well, I'll come back to that. That 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 comes to something I find really interesting about this movie. So, um, Lord Lindsay is a composite of two or more people. There was no such person. Huh. Um, he
4: was cute enough to be two people. Nah. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> um, the whole running through the schoolyard at, at noon. Mm-hmm. He never did that. Oh. Um, it's a real thing. Only like three people have done it in history. And one very recently, apparently, but he never did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, the British lie. Um, the part where Little got tripped, right? Little got tripped happened in some other meet. Ah. Uh. Um, Little actually introduced <laughs> Abrams to Ian Holm.
2: Ah. Uh. In real life. If Whoa. We didn't do it that way,
1: um, the fiance the the theater woman was heavily fictionalized. Um, and little sister fully supported his running
3: <laughs> in real life, which is because there's this credit
1: at the end where they thank her and they thank Jackson Schultz. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, those are two people who are portrayed very differently in the movie than in real life. and I think I know the case of Schultz they got his his permission that maybe they would turn to her too because in real life the the note that the American hands, Scottish guy at the end actually was from the British team and was given to him by his masseuse Uh. but they wanted to change it to the American to make it more dramatic and they asked the real life American can we do this and he said if it makes me look good sure (laughs) nice so so that's what's interesting to me that they did all these things to for dramatic purposes quote unquote yeah but then it seems like they undercut the drama they downplay it all it's like why bother switching I wonder if that's was a ploy to improve financing chances or it's just because they, you know, they bothered to switch the race order and it's not that big a deal. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's upset. He's upset while he's getting his massage and
3: well, and
1: that's about it, you know, and then he wins.
2: (laughs) I'm wondering why or how any of this story actually made it into sort of like public knowledge. I mean, how is this story and the lives of these runners any different from any sort of athlete who are trying to compete? Were they but that popular? Was it some sort of, like, post-World War I I think that's a lot of it. Runner, mm. Like, for some reason, you know, Britain needed to... I think that's part of it. Um, have they, hope in, they, in a new sort of well, young generation yeah. since they, so they, many had been killed or...
1: Um, that, I think that's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. They mention at the end that the Scottish guy was kind of a national hero. If mm-hmm. that's true, it's a movie who knows, but po- probably yeah. You know, people cared more about that thing back then. And then I think the Jewish angle makes the other thing beautiful because you know, um, up until say maybe the Soshi games, you probably and well, and Jesse Owens. You know, you've got these occasional yeah. cases through history where some you know it's actually someone repressed who is, their athletic glory or whatever you know
2: well and, and you know us jews aren't known for our high strides in athleticism oh sorry mm. my peoples <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> um
1: so i think that's it yeah and i think if this you know someone picked up a book on it like yeah. one of the product earlier producers was looking for something to shoot and found but found, like, landed upon the story and got the screen
2: right but on. how to get it like to your point all of those changing of the sort of real-life events Mm -hmm. seem to be rather unnecessary. Because I don't know if you really need, like, even just Little and his sort of... His sister's conflicts, really, of his running seems really unrelatable. Like, I I don't think her disproving Mm. of his running really means anything to the audience. I get that Mm -hmm. to him he says oh, I've disappointed someone that's important to me and that's yeah. why I'm not going to run on Sunday because I'm already doing this thing I'm not supposed to be doing. Yeah, well, that's it. Mm. I was just <laughs> like, you're a bummer, lady. I don't see your point. Why can't he run? Of, she, all, yeah. of all the things yeah. to criticize someone over well, keeping of their mo- religious well, beliefs, running doesn't seem to be...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I just they were just trying to create drama. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they, yeah. they pitched
1: it as, you know, they the this little group were so Christian, they were so devoted, so mm, f- mm. faithful in a way that modern I don't know, you know, I don't know how true that is, but the way it's portrayed is something, you know, a kind of faith mm. you don't see in all the shouty Christians we are exposed to in the media <laughs> today, you know, you know, um I don't know, I buy, I, you know, I, it wasn't very true to life because, you know, in real life she didn't care. Yeah. But, I see, you know, I see the attempt to establish conflict that mm-hmm. way. And mm-hmm. I don't know, to me, it, to me it, it helped. I didn't just write her off as a prude or whatever.
2: Yeah. Um. It is weird that, like, Little is sort of described so much by his faith. And then Abrams, who talks about being different being Jewish, but really says nothing about his actual faith Uh, in Judaism. It's it's more about
1: heritage, right? And And being
2: different and not being allowed, Yeah. you know, he's like, I'm disgruntled because I'm allowed to, you know, I'm led to the trough being at Cambridge, but they won't let me drink. So I'm, I'm never going to be accepted, even though, you know, and it's more of like trying to, I think like, fulfill his father's dreams. Yeah. But it's just so weird.
1: Although while he's saying that, I'm thinking, dude, check out your trough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, he has a point. I, the point is real, but still. Yeah, but it's still
2: a pretty nice trough.
1: It's lovely trough. <laughs> I bet there are attendants
2: at the trough.
1: <laughs> it's towels.
2: I mean, they have a, a slide projector with electricity in 1923. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah. We were all, so, I, I love because I remembered this. As I watched the movie, a lot of them, you know, every time a scene started, I thought, oh, yeah, this scene. Uh, and so I knew what was going on with the trowels. And you all were just like, why the <laughs> fuck <laughs> does he have a trowel in his bag? Is he going to murder
3: someone? Yeah. <laughs> Get that gopher. <laughs> Planting roses. That's right. <laughs> a beautiful
1: garden. Yes. <laughs> to make tea Ooh. that goes directly to the teapot. Yeah. <laughs> in there our one product placement of the movie. Yeah. lift right. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, those those miles of empty space along the uh, the race so much wasted ad space. It's just terrible. Um so all through the movie listening to the music, we were we uh, at times we had a Blade Runner-ish
3: kind mm-hmm. of feel to mm-hmm. it.
0: Uh Vangelis? Yes. Blade Runner. Nice. Wow. Okay, well done. <laughs> uh, writer of Love Theme and Tales of the Future. Uncredited. What, is, what are those things? The, the Love Theme and Tales of the Future just two of the songs in the film. Oh, ah. okay. So he R- didn't, R- okay. I don't think he did the entire soundtrack, oh, okay. but he did those two things. Okay. okay. And that's why there was that kind of similarity. And Blade related. Runner was when? Blade Runner was, was in later, 82. That's Not much later. Okay. Well, no. Yeah. What do we think of the music? Besides the, you know, main theme, of course. You mean the
2: Harley present main theme? Yes. <laughs> the, the bookend theme, let's yes. say. yeah. Mm. Love the bookend theme. I liked a, some of it, and some of it on a period piece feel felt really different. Hmm. 'Cause it's so everyone in tweed and <laughs> so very period piece and then all of a sudden just this very present electronic yeah. Casio. blade runner Casio yeah, yeah. kind of sound. Yeah. <laughs> there were runners in it, so Trowel uh, uh,
0: Trowel runners. And the trowels yes, trowel runner. <laughs> Harrison Ford is trowel runner. <laughs> I think it worked. Oh, I mean,
1: it does seem a little more odd now that it did to me originally. Yeah. some In some places. But I still think it works because, if okay, say you don't go with that. Say you go with period music. For sports action tense running scenes, how's period music going to do that? True. <laughs> you know. I, see,
4: I think you still need some ambient You know, music. Okay, like actual. Actual music. But I could have used some period mm-hmm. stuff in there as well. Hmm. Especially everyone looking like they're in a barber shop all the time. Yeah, right. Those little straw hats. Harold
1: Abrams is represented by the bassoon. <laughs> be,
0: yeah. There was that really good scene where they're all signing up for different classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it was all one take, I noticed. Yeah. Just panning all around the room, following the characters. And then there was like the the quartet singing mm-hmm. and then another group over there and the camera just kind of moved around mm-hmm. and the film curious. is very well shot, I think. It is. No, it looked it's great. Really it pretty. It's some really
2: lovely steady cam shot. Yeah. yeah. And probably yeah. when it was, you know There wasn't wasn't a steady it, cam. Yeah, it wasn't a <laughs> steady
0: cam. <laughs> there <laughs> was one there was one point where I noticed on the grass field as they're running the tire tracks from last oh. time they were <laughs> oh. <So,
3: laughs>
0: I think it was some of it was, you know, the back of a some special car oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. Like
1: especially the one where they are behind the runners in the one race yeah when yeah, they're behind yeah, them yeah, you yeah. can see the the yeah. track but i like that shot a lot <laughs> yeah i like yeah. that view um yeah there were a lot of that's one thing i like about this is there was a lot of places where conventionally you would focus in a very particular way on mm-hmm. the protagonist or whatever and instead you get these kind of odd what really feel like Actual documentary shots instead of huh. this bullshit twitchy crap
3: oh, that's yeah, supposed yeah. to be
1: documentary now that people think, oh, it's like a documentary. So we'll act like we have spasms while we work the <laughs> camera. No, no, no. This was like, like you had a camera there and you couldn't necessarily see who you need to. So, you do your yeah. best and you get everybody, especially mm-hmm. the one where we follow them into the ballroom. Yes. And, yes, there's that the, one, yeah. and the guy talking to
0: introducing someone to someone. And, and we see him barely see in yet. the crowd boxes, and then we go in behind yeah. them. <laughs> and yes. the camera kind of <laughs> has to catch up to everyone. Yeah. So, but it's yes. not going da 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 jiggling, it's going in smoothly. So, if
1: when in things now people claimed to be trying to get a documentary effect and did things like that instead of the crap they do, I think I would like that better.
0: Except that the modern day documentaries are shot on little handheld, for the most part anyway, little small handheld. Oh, sure. Oh, I know. But usually, like,
2: the filmmaker or the cameraman is usually running after the action, which is sort of like this was, rather than the, like what we call reality tv where they you know already have the room set up with all their camera coverage and they just push the subjects into the room and then they're all stayed in their lights Mm -hmm. and then they fight and start hitting each other but it doesn't look you know it looks staged still
0: yeah well because it is Mm. (laughs) very very well shot film i think yeah very nice very pretty
2: what did you guys think of the editing Of how even in the race it's sort of you see the race proceed and then they cut it up and you see parts of the race and sort of even in that last one trying to build the sort of emotional arc. Yeah I
1: like that I like that and I didn't notice as much in other cases but in that last race it's like Mm -hmm. you know we've kind of covered that these obsessive athletes play everything over their head Mm -hmm. so that's what's happening although it's more from our view than his view but it covers the ground you know it's like okay we saw it happen and now to get into his head of how he's trying to process that. Yeah. And I like the point that one character made that, have you ever won? It's actually, you know, mm-hmm. the notion that that's actually harder to deal with, which seems counterintuitive, but it's probably true.
2: Especially how much he wanted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's probably a letdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, winning mm-hmm. is probably
1: a letdown because Little wasn't there. And
2: Yeah. So did those uh, did did Little and Abrams ever actually run against each other in they, in an Olympic race?
1: They, um, I took a note note now. I don't understand that they were really in the two hundred together.
2: Ah, uh,
4: um, and some frog one. <laughs> I'll go look at that up right now.
1: But yeah, they were in one race together in the Olympics. But again, I guess they took a little out for dramatic reasons. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, And Abrams also won a silver in a relay race that they didn't bother with Mm. in the movie. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) They just didn't mess
1: with. So I did like, Joanna made the point. (laughs) um, It seemed like they had sometimes more balls in the air than they knew how to juggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you pointed out how the kind of Montague... We almost never saw him actually running. No. Until he, like, fell on his face at the end. Fell in the mud at the end. Which is odd that they didn't establish that. And then we seem to spend a lot of time with the Americans out of nowhere once they, yeah. they yeah. show up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... You know.
2: just, yeah, I just feel... I mean, it,
1: it, And I think in the end that paid off because they're, they were establishing a rivalry. And then it set up that you seem to be going with, look what jerks the Americans are. Yeah, And then the guy gives them the note. Yeah. So. Not I like all American. Jer- are I
4: like just, you know the, Yeah, <laughs> some, some are more messengers. It yes. was just so
2: odd though that like so it's after Montague loses, falls down. They have this shot of him bleeding, sort right. of feeling really like you know upset that he's lost, and interesting that someone pats him on the back, but they don't. You don't even need to. It, Because he's so insignificant, you don't even need to see who pats him on the back. And then it's him... And he goes to visit his friend who's about to race. And it's all about Abrahams, who's an extremely narcissistic guy, which is what his coach said, that the sprint is for Mm -hmm. those with narcissism. Um, And he's just this long monologue. And there's close-up of this guy who you've known from the beginning of the movie, but who barely says anything. Mm -hmm. And then he just sits there, and he's just looking like... Beaten down because he's lost and his friend isn't like, Deck. Act- isn't yeah, not Deck. actually talking to him. <laughs> and you just want to be like, Oh, and, I was, and I remember that scene ending and be just being like, oh, he didn't even get to say anything. He's that insignificant. <laughs> wow. He's just a conduit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And
1: and that was bugging me too, but I thought, well, par- partly they're saying, yes, Abrams is a narcissist. Yeah. And also, they his, during his monologue, he talks about how contented the other guy is. So, yeah, the guy was super upset after the race and then got over it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It would have been nice to look into that a little more, I think, yeah. but... But I, that's how I rationalized it. Thought, well, that's kind of the point. He's over it by now. Yeah. And maybe he came there to talk about it, but once he saw what a mess <laughs> Abrams was, he thought, and, and this is fine.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> clearly, it's your bag. I don't need to say anything. You'd be t- um, you'd be saying this whether I was sitting here or not. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Any okay. other notes, Ross? No, I'm just checking
1: that the 200 meter. So the race that abrams lost in in real life little was in that race and was third behind the two americans
2: oh,
4: oh americans got no play in the movie uh,
2: but did in the olympics uh, well <laughs> can we just say how um rad the american sweatsuits were oh, yeah while yeah. the britons are in tweed <laughs> and uh robes and, and underwear and underwear unsexy and, underwear <laughs> and looking very un yet trying to be super fashionable but yet very unfashionable in athletic wear and the americans have full on like champion, champion brand champion stuff. brand i noticed suit. that of
4: like what's Champion brand stuff doing all these people. (laughs) (laughs) First, they're running in their long underwear, right? Yes. (laughs) And now, you know, I had one of those and a V's down right here, big in the Mm -hmm. (laughs) eighties. Little brandy. Uh, Yeah.
1: The Lipton tea money ain't gonna cut it (laughs) (laughs) either.
0: We're pulling in Lipton sponsors.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, it did. It did uh, depend a lot on expository monologues. Yes, mm, especially in the beginning. Yes, which I would have liked to seen them do that another way. But mm. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: that's your bit.
3: Like,
4: well, okay, no, going actually, like,
2: <laughs> back, going back, Montague, who they don't, they don't, you know, he's the one who's doing the monologue and writing the letter. So right, the right, movie right. does... It's just... It feels very disconnected if you really think about yeah, what character... Yeah. It, it's what like role- they kind of set
1: up a framing device that doesn't matter. Yeah. That they don't use. What role
2: mm. he's playing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah. It, and is he one of the old guys at the end?
1: Yes. See? he's Yes, he's one of the two survivors at the end. Yeah. Mm. They say his name, yeah.
2: I, feel, I um. feel like dropping... That was a whole plot point, like, dropped on the floor. That... Yeah. I mean, how... I just, I did, I kind of had a hard time connecting to either of the main protagonists because I, one is such sort of narcissistic and kind of unfriendly, even Mm -hmm. though you want a champion because he's the outsider who's trying to battle this Mm -hmm. sort of like caustic system. And then the other one, his, I just... I personally, maybe because I'm not that religious, don't buy that there's much of a conflict between his missionary work and his running. And I don't yeah. buy the conduit of his sister supposed to be telling, giving this voice of why he shouldn't be running. I underst- And I was more connected of like, yay, he's a Scotsman, and he's trying oh. to like be a hero for his country. And then to have this one character who you start the movie off with, who is giving this weird monologue voiceover, who you don't ever Really get to have him yeah. speak. He doesn't say anything of value other than like, "Oh, I wanted to ask her out." And oh, that's right. Oh, I, never <laughs> about that. oh, oh I, I got into the Olympics too, and you're like, "I've never seen you run, but okay, <laughs> now you're in the Olympics."
1: Well, I think he's the poster boy for "you snooze, you lose." <sighs> Regarding the fiance, I mean, apparently he's known her for some time. Never <laughs> asked. Mm, yeah, in comes Harold, and boom. Yeah.
2: So I just feel like so then that I just I think I was really disappointed with that scene where it finally is a close up of a character who I think you actually like you because you've seen him the whole movie and then he doesn't even say anything. And then he doesn't he continues not to say anything other than to be slapped down by it. Oh, leave him alone because it's hard to win.
3: Mm.
4: And in the end, do we does he get any text about what he does with his life? No, or well, we, we really saw that, well, he was one of
2: the two who come
1: out of Abram's funeral.
4: Yeah, but the other one is the Lord, right? The Lord, whatever. They oh, yeah, mean. But, but that's Lord.
1: 78 and the movie's 81. So that's that's our update. They're just old. Well, they're not dead yet.
4: Oh. But, you know, uh, that's what I'm saying. I if mean, you're dead, you get... You don't get text l- about get text what happened to you. text about what I did, did with my oh, life exactly. and this and that. But they're, no, you're just old. They're <laughs> spring chickens,
1: baby. Their best years are ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, um, what was that? So the whole, yeah, the muscular Christian thing. Like, what oh, I love my that. God. Besides have kind of a fun line to say and have fun with. <laughs> that, that was really interesting to me because when he, you know, went on about, I feel god's pleasure i'm by my running i'm extolling god's virtue or whatever he made that sound plausible and empathetic as opposed to say tim tebow or any of the quote christian Mm. assholes we get in sports now who Mm -hmm. you know are just you know homophobic and you know they're not glorifying god they're glorifying themselves Mm -hmm. From A to Z, you know, so, so that's interesting. and it's it's interesting I, to think that maybe you know, Christian athletes could be and once were admirable figures.
3: But <laughs> that's <a bigger> topic. <laughs> I just don't see that there's
2: i i just I just don't see that as the conflict. Hmm. I don't see how running and I, and but, I totally he missed the
4: bus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i get
2: I get that if your family really wants you to be a missionary and but he was already a rugby player and he's already a hero to his country, and you could tell he kind of likes being popular, but you could see that maybe he was doing good things with it, inspiring kids. <sighs> I just By don't winking at twelve year old girls. <laughs> oh yeah. And like,
1: then and then signing for them from his arsenal of pens.
2: Yes. <laughs> I just don't buy it. I'm sorry. I, don't I just yeah. Yeah, don't buy I see why I they it, tried it. I, yeah. I think what I see why they tried it. I just it only made his sister look like I just didn't understand her I didn't understand who she was talking to, if that was another brother. I just don't buy that it was much of a conflict, and the fact that it wasn't in real life only makes it seem like they were pushing it way too hard, yeah. and I just didn't buy it yeah. whatsoever. Mm.
4: What what was this movie up against in the best film category? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, um, I don't stall, I'll look it up. Was it,
0: was <laughs> um, it something... Talking about the changing the facts Uh for dramatic effect, Uh I remember Apollo 13. Uh And one of the things they changed is, you know how um, Gary Sinise's character, I forget the character's name. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan. uh, What? (laughs) Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Lieutenant Dan uh, wasn't allowed to go on the mission because they thought he was coming down with the flu. Yeah. Um, In the movie, when the accident happens on the ship, He's at home sulking. Yeah. But in real life, the Oh yeah. The astronauts, they didn't do that. They they were not that kind they didn't work that way. Yeah. He was there already just doing stuff. Like like yeah. all of them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all, you know, they're they're all a team and they understand this stuff. And as pissed as he was, I'm sure <laughs> He was uh... he was not at home sulking when it happened. So <laughs> But they did that because I guess for regular people, that's more relatable, mm-hmm. and so yeah, mm-hmm. that's why.
1: Yeah. The losers for the Best Picture Oscar of 1981 were Atlantic City, huh? Reds. Huh? Much oh, better. Oh wow. Mm. Oh, I so would not agree with that. At least interesting. Is Reds? How many Z's Fight. are in Reds? Um, no. um, <laughs> on Golden Pond. Oh.
4: On Golden Pond didn't it win that Did not year. Win,
1: wow. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. <gasps>
4: oh. Wow.
0: Oh. wow. <laughs> well, you know what my pick out of that list would be.
4: <laughs> that must have been a big deal because they didn't usually put action films. That yeah. was that was Best.
1: No, that was we have to put it in because it made money just like with Star oh. Wars. Oh. Which got beat by Annie Hall. Um, oh. you know, and you know, you know, I love the way, you know, the whole culture now is based on people's nostalgic
0: love of Annie Hall. Um, anyway. I don't know, well, Woody don't Allen's
4: think... still getting work. At, oh. Least, oh. I don't know. At least nobody's, uh, re-editing
0: uh, Annie Hall to show, you know... Annie shooting first or whatever. I don't know.
4: <laughs> Maybe,
1: they Maybe
0: they should. I haven't. I actually haven't
1: seen Annie Hall, but I'm Neither not a big not. A Woody Allen <laughs> fan, so I can't imagine. Uh. Um, so like, one more thing I want to say about this movie is, I think something, this is a very British
4: movie. Yes. It's yes.
1: for Britain, it's in Britain, and I think we kind of, some of the power of the ending gets lost, mm. because like the big song they're singing at the funeral is Jerusalem, which is this... Weird and popular British hymn, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the with the first lines of the song talking about maybe Jesus was in England, and so let's all be <laughs> British Christians because England is great. Yeah, you know that's
4: British Mormonism, right? There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So you know that would that yeah. ties to that brings the religious and patriotic themes mm. together in a movie, and if you don't happen to know. The, about that song, which is also where the title comes from. Ah, okay. Um,
2: oh, well done about about on that. the research. Well, no, actually, wow. yeah,
1: well, I, I, I learned that at the time yeah. when the movie was out.
2: But why mm-hmm.
4: would that have made it Best Picture in America? Well, I am well. <laughs> America. <laughs> well, you
3: know,
1: even though I like this movie, I will point out that, I as as I mentioned at the beginning of our podcast, that I think the Oscars are bullshit so so you I'll know cut that part out s- What? <laughs> oh, oh i'm sorry the oh, oscars tm are bullshit okay now, right, fine. but you know no because it's all political <laughs> and arbitrary and decisions by old people so why do we pay any attention to him? I say say i so let's vote all right okay i'll go first since yeah. it's no surprise what i'm <laughs> all right let's hear it i still really like this movie um I see flaws in it. I probably didn't the first one. I saw it three times when it came out. Um, it is, I see, yeah, it's a little disjointed. They go for a few more things mm-hmm. than they actually deal with. It's expository, but it's beautiful. I actually am intrigued and interested. I, it feels like they kind of made the decision, we're going to present these two people and lay it out there for you and be interested if you want. And I like the odd, the kind of odd, atypical choices It makes. So I would watch it again. I like it. Cool. All
0: right. Jojo. Uh (laughs) (sighs) Uh oh. I so
2: wanted. (laughs) You wanted. I wanted. I wanted. I (laughs) wanted. Yes. Especially.
3: You know what? I think I had
2: not remembered that it. I didn't remember clearly that it had anything to do with as much actual racing Mm -hmm. as it did. Um, and maybe because the type of running I have learned to start enjoying is the longer, oh. I don't care if I win, mm-hmm. that sort of beach running joy. So,
1: Do you thrust your breast out at the end? Oh, totally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she runs like a girl. <laughs> and I think that I am disappointed that the beach running scene is just a bookend <laughs> with no explanation. Because hmm. I was so excited when the movie started, and it's not that I didn't enjoy it all the way through, but I wanted teamwork, or I wanted something, or I wanted to see these the, the joy of these guys running, and I feel like the over sort of trying to create the conflict just left me flat. And 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 you know I don't even and then my other point you know is this the movie that helped me start loving British cinema? Oh, that's right. I'm I'm not in some ways yes I could see Mm. to your point the odd choices and Mm. the not and the different camera styles I will agree is something that's much different than American cinema and Mm. I think probably at that time I liked. That element, I like that element to it, that I like that it's not your standard movie in that even the running scenes weren't your standard sort of average way of, of um, sort of shooting a scene like that, and there wasn't too much of a false sort of like build up, and it's just so over the top. I think I did enjoy that part, but I would have to say... The lack of the theme song in (laughs) any real part of the movie, the lack of the running scene, and what I thought I was going to get out of that movie, I really got in that beach scene. Mm. And so I think for me, I'm going to have to say it's just (laughs) old. Which just makes me so sad because it's in that theme song is in my head when I run. Mm. And I can, I just, I think the forced conflict about not running on Sunday and being a good Christian. That part was real, actually, but... Yes. Okay, that part was real, but the way that the the, was, the way that the movie arced it, yeah, the may, the way the movie arced it, I never even think they don't even really address the fact that he the the Jewish character is one. You don't see you see the British people, some haughty people going, "Oh yes, as we expected." You don't even see.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You don't Wal, even. Waldorf.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes Statler and Waldorf.
2: You don't even see any resolution of him actually breaking any sort of stereotypes. I don't know if that's actually historically what happened and why right. that this was a story yeah. that yeah. was picked up to make a movie about uh, yeah. I'm I'm voting yeah. for old.
1: Do you think Statler and Waldorf ever left that room?
2: No. That's all we'll ever see I went the to, one room with the window. I went and, to school at the University of Kent, and I bet you they're still in there, even though that was Cambridge. Uh, Kent it's the had, same room. It's the same room. Kent had the same old dudes in there. Uh, though he did have one really nice velvet dinner coat ooh, that was like right. ribbed in line. That was ooh. rad, but no, they didn't wow. no, ever left.
4: April. <laughs> Well I have to agree with Robbie that there were some beautiful scenes in this I thought it was it was well shot in parts. The rest of it left me absolutely cold as cold as a beach in England <laughs> in my underwear <laughs> I, I felt like the the plot was contrived. I didn't connect with any of the characters. I wasn't intrigued by what had actually happened in real life. I didn't feel like there was any resolution of this. I didn't see a lot of character arc. He was a dick at the beginning, he was a dick at the end, and we (laughs) didn't see really why, other than you write some haughty English people, but I couldn't tell if they're just being haughty or if they're being, you know, racist or whatever. (laughs) It's a fine line. Not engaged. And I spent the whole movie going, what was going on in 1981 that just. You know, people were really moved by this because <laughs> I was not moved by it. I'm gonna have to say it's old. Okay.
0: Well, there was no television, so in, 81? in 1981. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking in the film that maybe <laughs>
3: in Madeira. We, we were, yeah. oh. Oh. Okay. oh, I'm kidding.
4: There was I'm kidding. Dallas
3: i'm kidding
4: well our tv went off at like
3: 11
0: yeah oh wow yeah, yeah. yeah. well you know all the all the stations you know Just signed off and signed, them, off. signed off. <gasps> even hbo the m- ones then. you could get anyway yeah. i kind,
2: of, yeah, I kind of miss that tv stations don't <laughs> sign off anymore
0: yeah some of them need to sign off yes <laughs> forever <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway so much like april um uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel for the film. I was confused at the beginning because of the time jumps. Because oh, well, I mean, I, I also had trouble figuring out who who was who.
3: Hmm.
0: Right, <laughs> all those British people, the, freaking the lines lines yeah, exactly. No, it, as we jumped around in time, it's mm-hmm. like okay, he's this guy. He's, uh, wait, now we're after. Graduation? No, it's their seniors. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, like they would jump ahead, and it seemed like it was like after the race at one point. But it was actually a year later with the kids and all that. Uh-huh. And it wasn't though. Hmm. So I got you often confused. have trouble with time jumps. I've it depends. It could be well done, hmm. um, but after 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 that, I, I was fine after that because okay. they kind of stayed with one. Yeah, they string. came forward in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I I I don't know. I I didn't really connect with any of the characters. Um, I was expecting the song, as Joanna said, a lot more. It was very very beautifully shot. It was very you know, I thought the sound was really good,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and the acting was fine and. I mean the acting was, was really good we didn't talk about that much actually it was British I yet was I really could good. understand it better than Doctor Who so well that's well there's a lot of Welsh going on there <laughs> was, uh, Okay, there's
4: no cocaine involved <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk fast because it's sci-fi <laughs> <laughs> yes um
0: I don't know I mean I, in one ways I want to give it gold because it's a well made film mm-hmm. but I have to think of it as would I want to see this again hmm i would not want to see this again hmm. i mean i would be fine with watching it if there was some reason to <laughs> if but now that we've done <laughs> it on the podcast there is no more reason to if all the I stations had signed off and <laughs> yes. there was
4: only one thing on <laughs> i mean i'm
0: sorry I... and
1: there weren't kids running around in a track meet with refreshments in scotland for you <laughs> It'd be entertained
0: by. i i have to i have to go old i'm sorry i see I'm sorry.
1: So I came into this podcast carrying the Olympic torch for Chariots
0: of Fire, <laughs> and no one will take the handoff. So That's I right. To, Keep I, your I still torch. carry it. I'm keeping it. I baby. just I just feel bad that we've crushed Joanna. <laughs> I know. And it's our responsibility Well, now. I think... Mm, <laughs> I, 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 I think
1: expecting 2 hours of beach running may have been a false that's expectation. a different, different
2: movie i i told yeah i didn't expect 2 hours i I'm expected kidding, I'm it kidding. to actually be a part of the movie More, they don't yeah. explain it right. whatsoever yeah. this is yeah.
0: this is your this is your explorers
2: yes right yes the oh. same way
0: i felt after yeah. we did explore I mean, except
2: for you know there's in my mind i knew that it was like one of those movies that I probably I was five years old Mm, uh. in chairs. You're probably awake for just the part of the movie. You know what? That's probably true. I I was awake when they ran in the beginning, and then they woke you for the the end, and then I woke (laughs) up (laughs) up at the It's It's been two hours. hours Now
0: they're still running.
2: (laughs) And and I think it was. I used to watch like you know, my parents took me to films that were way past my knowledge of understanding what you know I I fell in love with E.T. there's no mm. way I was chariots of fire it's great um, <laughs> but I think it's when you're English I just I just didn't the fact that that scene has no explanation. See,
1: this this fascinates and puzzles me.
2: It's just a training scene. Yeah, but it doesn't even happen in the like training montage. They oh, have one of those. That's what's throwing you. Could have been in there. We need
1: yeah. a training montage with knees
0: music is what you're telling me.
2: Exactly. I, I think
0: what we all need is an Ian Holm back massage. Oh, oil back massage. Yes. Oh, right. (laughs) He looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. He had the oils and everything. The
4: rest of the time, though, he's walking around in a big overcoat looking like Columbo. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to, can I ask you a question?
1: Don't make me punch my hat. (laughs) Think how good those hat-punching hands would feel on your (laughs) back. Yeah. So I think something we can all agree on, if you ever get a chance to get a back massage... From Ian Holm.
2: I'll take it. <laughs> grab it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and good night.
2: <laughs> I would take one from uh, Ben Cross, too. <laughs>
3: Amen. <laughs>
0: good night. Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. We're on Twitter at Hidden Deadly. Also, you could send us questions with the hashtag Old v